Raider Nation, wake up and get ready because it's time for the morning grind on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Good morning, Raider Nation. I'm Eddie Pascal, and today is March 16th, 2021. Thank you for joining us for another episode of The Morning Grind. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are now officially right in the middle of the tampering period of free agency. And if you're on Twitter, if you're on social media, if you're just watching the news, it's tampering, baby. It is free agency. It is so exciting. We have a lot of moving pieces all around the league. And so today on the podcast to help us break them all down, to make sense of it all, is our good buddy from Pro Football Talk, Miles Simmons. So sit back, relax, and enjoy our conversation with Miles Simmons. Gosh, and we were just so excited to welcome, and I can say now, an old friend of the program, a wise friend of the program, one of our favorite guys. You see him on Pro Football Talk now, Miles Simmons. And Miles, thank you for joining us, and we have officially entered one of my favorite few days of the year, and I know you love it too. We've entered cryptic tweet season, the few days before free agency officially opens up, but you get to see all of the craziness on the social medias, and uh, dude, it's just pure entertainment is really what it is. Oh, I, I did love when you put that out there, Eddie. You know, it's cryptic tweet season. Yes, it, it's it's one of these deals where it's, oh, you know, there's there's this team is showing interest to this guy, but, oh, you know, this other guy, he might actually be better for this team. You never know. And can you believe how much money they're going to pay this other guy? And you've also all got the players. They're tweeting the eyes. It's oh, the, the eyes. eyes. Yes, dude. Like, it's oh, always the goodness. eyes. Oh, it's always the eyes. So yeah, like it's it is cryptic tweet season for sure. What intrigues you the most? If if you're just Miles the fan and you're Miles the the writer and you're looking at the next week of the NFL, what intrigues you the most about what we are going to or maybe what we're not going to see? Um, I, I think it's going to be the amount of guys who are going to stay with their current teams because they see what the market is for them outside of where they are, and it's not going to be what it usually would be. Um, in a normal offseason because and we've been making this point on pro football talk it's not just that the cap dropped from where it was last year it's dropped considerably about 25 million dollars from where teams expected it to be going into the 2020 season so I mean a, a year ago where things had just started shutting down right everybody still expected that the cap would rise to about 210 million dollars 208 210 whatever it was so if you go from that to 182 and a half, that's huge because w- when you think about that, like that's a, a crazy amount of veteran guys that you could sign, right? At $25 million is almost, it's a little bit lower than the going rate for one quarterback. So I just, I, I think that that kind of thing where you see that teams just don't have as much money to spend as they normally would means that some guys are still going to get cut who are veterans because they're just not going to be as cheap as some labor is going to be. And then other guys are going to say, oh, man, I'm a free agent now. It's going to be awesome. And then it's going to be like, you know, the Donald Glover gif where he walks in with the pizza and everything is on fire. Like, that's what the market's going to be for them because there's just not the amount of money that there usually is. So I think that some guys are going to walk in and then they're going to be like, all right, I'm actually going back to where I just was because 
it, it doesn't mean anything else. You know, and, and this is such a different year, really, for all the reasons that you laid out. You talk COVID, the salary cap, all that kind of stuff. I, it feels like we're getting closer to a, a quote-unquote normal, but we're certainly not there. And kind of on the tail end of that, do you think it's going to be a very active Wednesday, Thursday, Friday this year? Because we, you know, it feels like every single year we're all counting down. It's like, oh, Wednesday at 1 p.m., Wednesday at 1 p.m., and then these flurry of moves come in. Do you anticipate that happening again this year, considering everything that's going on? I think that there's still going to be a bunch of moves. I mean, as we're speaking, Eddie, and I don't know if you want me to tell the audience when we're speaking, but it's Monday, and it's just after. It's about an hour after the legal tampering window has opened, right? And guys are are right now are agreeing to terms with a bunch of different teams. So it's almost like, wow, how did they get all these deals done within an hour of the window opening? It's amazing. So I think that as we continue this time, you know, we're still going to see guys agree to terms i don't know if like the biggest of big name guys and maybe i shouldn't mention names but somebody like a john johnson right he's the the safety from the rams somebody that people expect is going to get a good deal out of free agency perhaps with the raiders and maybe i shouldn't have even said his name because by the time this comes out who knows where he could be right but i think just as that one example He's somebody who I still think is going to sign pretty early on in free agency, or at least agree to terms with somebody pretty early on in free agency. But, you know, as you get further down the ladder, it might be guys who are thinking, well, you know, if I hold out just a little bit, maybe somebody is going to want to come calling to me and I'm going to still get a decent deal. It's just going to be one of these weird things where, yeah, the top end guys, they're still going to get theirs at the start, I think, but you're, you're maybe lower top end guys, which is a weird way of characterizing it, they're probably not going to be able to sign as early as they would have otherwise. You know, that's, that's one of my favorite things about free agency. And you, you just said it where it's like, oh, it's Wednesday at 101. Oh, how did all these deals get done in, in less than 60 seconds? It's incredible. What a, what a great pace. What a great clip all these general managers and agents are working at around the league. And it always makes me laugh because we go through it every year where, you know, this is really where the, the time of the year, the time of free agency, where all these deals get done. But Miles, let's talk a little Raiders, shall we? And it's an easy, it's an easy answer, I think, but I'm curious for your take on it. The Raiders need to get better going into 2021. I guess we're in 2021 now. But how do they do that? When you look at this team, an 8-8 eight and eight team, a team that, you know, frankly kind of underperformed a year ago, how do they get better and where do they need to get better, specifically in the next couple months? Well, I wonder how much having an off-season program or not having an off-season program is going to really help this team. Because I think last year we saw, right, when you trade your guy um, that you pick in the third round before he ever really even plays a game for you, that probably is a product of not having an off-season program. I think Mike Mack has talked about that. So um, we also have a guy like Henry Ruggs, right? How much did it hurt him to not have an off-season program last year where guys, the coaches, I should say, could really figure out, okay, this is what this guy does extremely well. This is how he can learn our offense, and this is how we're going to integrate him into everything that we're doing. I think those are the guys that really need to step up, right? Like, you can't just have free agency be the way where you're saying, oh my gosh, yes, this is it. This is how we're going to be able to improve. It's got to be guys that are already on the team, like Abram, right? Like um, Trayvon Mullen, like Arnett. Those guys have to get better defensively. And then you can supplement that probably with somebody who's a free agent edge rusher. We already mentioned John Johnson. That's another guy. But it's got to be the internal, the internal factor 
has to be improvement. It, it can't just be, all right, let's go sign some guys. Because, look, we, we saw Corey Littleton last year. Didn't have a great year there. All right? You saw it with LaMarcus Joyner coming in. Hadn't necessarily been all that great, and now he's gone. Carl Nassib, another one of these guys that signed, and it's like you just didn't get the production. So it, it's got to be, to me, the internal improvement. It, it's got to be there. And I think Gus Bradley being there on defense is definitely going to help. But – from that, like I just said, from that perspective, it's, it's got to be more about what can the guys who are already on the team do to improve. And hopefully, if you have an offseason program, that's the way it'll happen. You know, and I'm glad you brought up the fact that free agency needs to be a supplement to what you already have going on oh, in your yeah. building. Because we have heard from so many people around the league, yourself included, folks that have been at this a lot longer than you and I, that the teams that swing big in free agency, the teams that, oh, we're going to spend all this incredible money and we're going to bring all these guys in. They're free agents for a reason. And it sounds kind of cruel when you kind of frame it like that, but I'll never forget. Someone told me, someone I, that you and I know really well said, look, people don't get to free agency unless their original team wants them to get to free agency. So, Miles, as we wrap it up with you, I, I would just be curious for your uh, – why, why should you be cautious in free agency? If you're a fan of the Raiders, and this, this isn't Raiders-specific, right? Raiders, Niners, Bears, whoever it is. Every single year, fans are like, we need this guy and we need that guy and we're going to spend big money on A, B, C, D, and E. And that's great. And I get wanting to be excited and building excitement. But really, at the end of the day, you need to be cautious. You need to be very measured in how you approach free agency. And really, what it comes down to is hitting in the draft. Absolutely, Eddie. And I think if you are a team that can go after guys like, say, Nelson Aguilar, for instance, right? He was not necessarily going to be counted on to become the top receiver of the Raiders. But what he did was he came in, he was extremely productive, and now I think it would make all the sense in the world for both sides for him to come back. That's what the kind of player you want in free agency because initially you're not thinking that he's going to be your number one guy. And really, I still don't necessarily think you want him to be your number one guy. That should be rugs. You picked him at 13 overall for a reason. And again, that goes back to internal improvement, right? So because you already have somebody who you know that's the kind of free agent you want somebody that can be the number two because I always think if you're going out if you want somebody who can be like a number one at whatever position it is maybe with the exception of offensive line but I'm saying like a number one pass rusher right a number one wide receiver those guys as you just said are in free agency because their teams wanted them to get there think about the top free agent wide receivers that we have out there right now one is Kenny Galladay Allen Robinson was supposed to be one. Uh, Chris Godwin was supposed to be another one. Both of those guys got franchised by their teams because their teams know that they are top wide receivers, so they can't let them go. That's the kind of thing you got to think about. So if you're somebody like a Juju Smith-Schuster, if you are counting on him to be your number one wide receiver, you're probably going to not be very happy with the production that you get based on the pay you're going to give him out of free agency. If you want Juju to come in and be a number two, you're probably going to be a little bit more satisfied. I think the same thing about pass rushers, right? In Gakwe, if you want him to be a number one pass rusher, he probably can. He's good. He's really talented. He's bounced around a little bit in the last couple of years. You kind of want to see why, all right? If you're the Browns, say, and you bring Ngakwe in, then you have somebody like a Miles Garrett on the other side and you're pairing them together. That's your number two. So I think that free agency should basically be used like that. And we say supplemental number two, whatever it is, it all kind of means the same thing. That's how you use free agency. And then, uh, like you just said, that you use the draft to figure out who your guys are 
because those are the guys you're drafting and hopefully developing to become number ones. Very, very well said. So, Miles, give me the pitch, man. Where can the, uh, where can the good people see you, hear you, read you, all that good stuff? Uh, you can find me at uh, Miles A. Simmons, Miles with a Y, on Twitter. I also am making sporadic appearances on Pro Football Talk AM. Or no, Pro Football Talk Live. I really should know what it is if I'm going to sell it, right? And then uh, that is our AM show. Airs from 7 to 9 AM on the radio and on Peacock and then re-airs from uh, 9 to 11 on NBC Sports Network, and then also you can catch me on PFTPM, which is five to six on the Peacock Network, and you can catch those podcasts wherever you find your podcasts. Go so, check him out. Go check out YouTube. our guy Miles. Get a little smarter. Enjoy, uh, enjoy a little fun banter, and uh, and give him the follow. So Miles, we appreciate you, man, and uh, let's buckle up, dude. It's gonna be a weird few days, and I cannot wait. Absolutely appreciate you having me on, Eddie. And make sure you guys follow Miles on Twitter and check him out with all of his good work at Pro Football Talk. So, like I said, we are in the middle of the free agency tampering period. It is going to be a very, very busy day. So Raider Nation, get ready. We are going to have a lot of fun. I'm Eddie Pascal, and this was The Morning Grind. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Morning Grind on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Since starting Allegiant some 20 years ago, we've flown more than 100 million people to be with those they love. We're pilots, flight attendants, and technicians. But we're also parents, spouses, and neighbors. And just like you, we're excited to reconnect with the people and places that matter most. That's why we're going the distance for health and safety, on the ground and in the air. Because the further we go now, the safer it'll be to go farther tomorrow. Allegiant, the official airline of the Las Vegas Raiders. Low fares, nonstop flights, only at Allegiant.com.